so I swear, like the, when I really changed, it was because life or death does that to you. Yes, when you're like, okay, if I'm going to be on this planet, I'm going to chase paper. I'm going to chase love and happiness and human connection, yeah. especially in a world full of technology and filters and social media and, you know, the movement of reality television show mm. and how, how unreal reality, reality TV actually is. And yeah. I just choose not to like dive into that. I choose to be in my studio listening to amazing podcasts of real people and awesome music and history of artists. It's like biographies of artists are the best. And a lot of the artists that changed the world, changed America, they came from hard upbringings and they didn't have to prove to their parents because they were on their own and they had to yeah. save themselves. So sometimes I feel like humans spend way too much time trying to please their parents. pretty fascinating and you're saying about you like um nature and drawing people's faces it was funny when you said that i'm like looking at my face i'm like is she, is she looking at my face like it was like you have a great face oh <laughs> you have a great face and I, <laughs> yeah it's it's nice to have a friendly face um it's a it's a blessing and and i love your hair see see everyone has character you know so, what it is i like living in new york yeah I like art. So like, I feel like my whole look is about like art for me. Like I try to like, my physical form yeah. is a piece of art. It's a canvas. So I try to like, you know, just be creative with it, you know? Absolutely. And that's why it's so awesome to put your own spin and your own style and wear it proud, you know, because we all want different things and we all want to look different ways. And I think it's so, it's such a time of being accepted for however it is that we want to be. And I really love illustrating that in people and seeing, you know, what makes them unique. Yeah, most definitely. Is there, have you ever had any pushback from people about art in a sense, you know, cause I think that sometimes people don't give art enough credit as being a really important aspect of humanity. We're so into like science, technology, um, engineering. And sometimes I feel like these cre the creative arts don't get as much attention as they need to. Did you, did you sense that in the United States or how was that? Did you perceive that in Canada versus the U US? You know, it's always been a struggle. It's it's when they say like starving artists and et cetera, it's always been yeah. a bit of a struggle to prove yourself as an artist. And art is everywhere. Like music, fashion, design. Like what would we be if we didn't have a beautiful world to decorate and, and to create art and the, and the songs that shape us and what we want to listen to. Like, I'm so grateful for every musician because I'm, I'm so connected to music. And can you imagine if that, that person didn't write that song because they would rather have an office job right? Um, because it was a safer <laughs> choice. So whoever listens to that call, I think, and actually pursues it is, is 
is like living their highest self. Um, but it is a gamble and it is, it's a scary space when you don't have security and you risk it all for art, you know, but when art is recognized, it's the, the highest form of recognition. It's the highest form of recognition in sports and fashion and music and it's and Vincent van Gogh and and you know we, we could go on like who doesn't know the Mona Lisa but some of those artists never got to see the success that their art was left in the world so I don't know it's it's a crazy question because I feel like true artists live for the art mm. and they take that chance because they're answering this spiritual call genuinely mm. I had a really successful career in fashion but I wasn't fulfilled at all I was actually like slowly losing myself mm. and it wasn't until I got into a car accident where I almost died where I had a paradigm shift and I was like wait and hold the phone was like what was I doing with my life I was at a hierarchy at work comparing myself to others competing for the attention of the big bosses and selling my art to a corporation for a paycheck. And then I was like, what if I didn't survive that car accident? What, what did I do with my life? Like genuinely as an artist. So that was where I was like, wow. Like, first of all, I can't believe I had this realization and gratitude for my life like I'd never had before. And that was when I decided I'm gonna follow my rainbow of art to wherever it leads me. And I, if I don't see it, you know, if I don't, if I'm not doing it for my parents. I'm not doing it for my husband. Yeah. I'm doing it to, to answer my soul. And it makes me feel good every day when, you know, somebody paints something and I teach a paint workshop or they're inspired by my work or a, a young girl comes into my shop and her face lights up and I can pass that transaction of inspiration. Like that's my paycheck. You know what I mean? So, I mean, have you talked to or mentored, you know, people who are trying to get into art as a profession and what advice, if you have, or if you would in the future, what advice would you give them about entering into art as a profession? I mean, it seems difficult, honestly. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. I've had many of um, people that I've known through family and friends reach out to me about going to Parsons in New York, studying fashion, becoming an artist as a career. And I've always just said, you have to listen to your gut. Like if you have the urge to design something, um, you have to design it. That's your call. That's the divine calling. So when you enter into the world of design and you go to school and you get a job, it's not the end. You could transform that art into so many different things. So go on the journey is what I tell everyone. And if it's not for you, at least you tried. Because sometimes people will be like, oh, I can't do this because there's not enough security. Um, it's, it's very right. sensitive. When you write a song or a poem or share your painting on social media, it's so personal because, you know, people don't like it, then you feel like you suck and like you're not good enough. But when you, when you, not, when you do it for something greater than what other people think, then you're on the right path because you know that you're, it's like, why do you work and do fitness? So other people compliment right. your body or do you do it because it, may, it gives you this power, this energy. And then you will spread that energy 
to somebody else who wants to do what you do. And that's the torch that we want to pass. That's the torch I want to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I think it's really Thank beautiful. You. I always think about like, I've been in fitness for 20 years and I always think about like, people ask me, why, why did you get into this? You know, it's like, you like to work out. I'm like, um, I mean, I guess it's a small part of it, but a big part is it's a great platform to create lasting relationships with people. And I really enjoy the relationship building. Um, but I feel like sometimes in our society, we, we de-emphasize that. We emphasize um, the monetary value of a profession. And that I think is a big mistake for the future of people. I really do. Because Thank it's you. serving money completely. So then it, it creates your lifestyle is completely centered around the type of job and where you live based off of the money. And so I know so many people who like love what want to be artists. Like they, they wanted to, and they, they denied it completely mm -hmm. because their parents said, oh, you, you can't do that. You know, it's, mm -hmm. you need better support yourself. You know, you hear the whole thing for that. How do we get out of that mindset so much? Or are we getting out of that? You feel with as future generations? This is such a good question. I feel like we, it's the, it, every case is different. Hmm. Everybody is so different, but true artists like have to follow their greater power than money because money when you pass away like what are you going to take your rolex yeah. watch and your gucci <laughs> yeah. bag like do you know what like an artist can do with the amount of money it costs to buy a gucci bag like you could buy a lot of art <laughs> so i i've never been a, like when i went to fashion school as an 18 year old of course i was so attracted to that mm -hmm. the glitz and the glamour but again, life's a progression and the more we mature the more we realize these beautiful lessons of mm -hmm. it's not about it's not about the money. It's not about, yeah. you know, the things it's about human connection, mm -hmm. legacy, inspiration. And as I've noticed is like my grandmother just passed away and it was so hard on me because she was like my angel. And I realized she came from like war, like her family yeah. went through world war two. She was in Italy and Croatia and like came to Canada and basically just had to be my grandfather's wife. And she was yeah. an artist too. And I remember when I went to New York, she's like, you're so lucky. I, I would never have gotten that opportunity. So I realized what that opportunity was. And it, it was a risk for even me to go to fashion school because like my dad like wanted me to be like a stockbroker, a real estate agent, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone is that, that yeah. has fancy cars mm -hmm. and live in a fancy neighborhood. But is there a soul full from selling 300 houses a year? I mean, maybe. But maybe, I don't know. Maybe, you know, that's I the hard thing. I don't think so, honestly. I really I don't. don't. Know. I know so many people who do those professions. I'm not saying they're bad. I just, I know, I don't feel that soulfulness. I feel like it's transactional pretty much. It's Always. Like, you know, well, sales. 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 So there's no soul in sales most of the time. It's just transactional. You know, it's like it's transactional. Yeah. Who wants to live a transactional lifestyle? I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I know it's what it seems like. I don't feel, I don't want to be like, I'm bashing it. It's like, because there are no. a lot of wonderful people doing that, Totally. but I just know so many people, if you ask them what they really wanted to do with their life, it wasn't that I'm telling you, it wasn't that, but they made the decision because of the monetary value of the profession. 
not because he actually wanted to do it <laughs> for the thing. Yeah, and then it becomes addict an addiction. Yeah. Like when yeah. you see how people work in that industry, it's like they want more, 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 more. And more, it becomes more, like a yeah. top, top, top salesperson, top salesperson. <laughs> it's like, like how many houses do you actually really need to sell? And then like how much time are you spending with your family? Like, sure, you're buying them all the things, but like yeah. is is the time there? So I swear, like the when I really changed, it was because life or death does that to you yes when you're like okay if i'm going to be on this planet i'm going to chase paper or i'm going to chase love and happiness and human connection yeah especially in a world full of technology and filters and social media and you know the movement of reality television show mm. and how, how unreal reality reality tv actually is and yeah i just choose not to like dive into that I choose to be in my studio listening to amazing podcasts of real people and awesome music and history of artists it's like biographies of artists are the best and a lot of the artists that changed the world changed America they came from hard upbringings and they didn't have to prove to their parents because they were on their own and they had to yeah. save themselves so sometimes I feel like humans spend way too much time trying to please their parents and yes. live for them when really they have to live for themselves. Yeah, oh, that's well said. Man, that's, Thank you. Yeah, I, <laughs> there's a lot of wisdom in that because I, I think that I'm 43 and my parents are amazing. They never pushed me to do something I didn't want to do. They said, oh, you're into this? Do that. Do, amazing. You know, and that's, but I realized growing up that that wasn't common. And yeah. that, and especially I see so many people where parents have funneled them out of the arts and into science, technology, educate, you know, engineering, all that stuff, because they say, hey, you're gonna have a good lifestyle mm -hmm. and you'll be able to support yourself. And I think, you know, as a parent, I'm a parent and you want your child and your children to be able to take care of themselves. But you also want yeah. them, you don't want them to be in a soulless job that they hate so much just because they can take care of themselves. You know, it's- Exactly. Feel like we're trying to we're like birthing this new human that wants to seek out the true their true artist and that mm -hmm. maybe technology is going to help us have more opportunities for art maybe for, so where do you see art in the future as technology has exploded exponentially you know growing on top of itself where does art play in that it's it's amazing where art has come with tablets and um, technology, like animation. I was taught how to do fashion design traditionally. I'm also your age, I just turned 40. So when I went to New York, we had a pattern making, like draping, we were creating our own patterns. I went to Paris for a year and I learned mm -hmm. tailoring fashion skills. All, I, hate, I hated it all, like I'm, <laughs> I wanted to paint. But it was like, we had to pull threads until our fingers bled uh, and just really and use horsehair for the lining. Ooh. And like we had, we did the, the boning and the corsets, like they don't do that shit anymore. Wow. You know? Really? It was crazy. And, and um, now you go to Parsons School of Design and you're doing everything digitally. You find a pattern maker, <laughs> you hire them. And it's all about the, the cost. It's all about mm. the profit margin. So, you know, you create a thesis and it's like, how much did the thesis cost you? How did, like, where are you producing it? What's the import fees? What's your landed costs? Like, how much profit are you making? It's about the business. 
Interesting. It's not about the artists anymore, but it, it, then again, it is because the personality. So the technology allows a lot of people who didn't have the opportunity to use certain mediums, use them on their tablet. You can do oil paintings on your, on your tablet now. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're digital. Like if, there's so much digital art now and it's like, so it's like right, training wheels for artists because you don't have to get your hands dirty. So <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, it's like, and you can erase your painting with your thing. And I, I'm afraid to use those because I'm such yeah. a traditional artist that I'm like, I don't know. I just prefer to get my hands dirty and make real art. But yeah, is that a good thing? I mean, like, I don't know, like I'm conflicted about that. I don't know, like just erasing and going back, like there's mm-hmm. some, I, I'm, I'm for progression, but also there's something to things that you touch. You know, I'm all about like hands on the earth, very into that. Mm-hmm. Like me too. You, you, the further away from the ground you get, the less connected you are from it. And yeah. in many ways, you from fitness, wellness, art, whatever you call it. And I think sometimes it's like, okay, we're doing oil paintings on tablets, but isn't, I know mm-hmm. for kids, it's fun to be, you know, get your hands dirty and stuff and learn and, and touch the tactile feel of things, you know? So I'm conflicted by the kind of forward motion in that. I am too, because one of my favorite things growing up was learning how to handwrite. Yeah. And now kids don't even do that anymore. But so like you can actually get a tablet and draw letters and the computer will straighten them for you (laughs) and make them perfect. So there's, that's where it's weird. Yeah. But there's also other things that are changing the world right now in a positive way. And that's, there's a huge movement on where your clothes are being made. The mm. sustainability factor, fast fashion is not cool anymore. And I mean, I understand not everybody can afford, you know, designer clothing, sure. but like Zara, H&M, those, those companies shouldn't be doing fast fashion anymore. They should be creating more sustainable old products and they are there's a shift so for me that makes me happy because yeah. fashion is not sustainable but we need it we need to wear mm. clothes like we can't walk around naked all the time you know well so, some places i'm sure that happens but <laughs> it does i'm sure and i hope that's not what happens in the future when we can't wear clothes anymore but what i'm saying is when people are making better products yeah. and and actually seeing where they're from and where they're made, there's a microscope on fashion brands. And I think that's a, that's a positive because there's so much waste and it's really sad and the world's changing. And I yeah. think so the technology is great, but also the research and the fact that people can't get away with saying they're one thing and actually they're not like, people find you now. People like, find you. People find you. <laughs> so that gives me a sense of hope for the future. Yeah. How do you... I've been thinking about this. How do you create? Is there like a ritual or a mood you need to get in to create your art? Absolutely. So as much as I want to be a regimented, organized person, you can be with fitness. You can wake up and do your exercise and do your yoga, but you can't write a song if you're a singer and you're not feeling that Mm. "Ah," come through your body. Like the idea comes and you really have to answer the call. So that happens to me with painting. If I'm like Tuesdays at 4 p.m., I'm going to paint masterpieces. No, I'm not. It's not going to happen. So sometimes I'll just be like doing something and I'm like, I'm going to get my paints out. And sure enough, I light my candle. If it's the early in the day, I have a cup of tea going. I have some incense. You know, you you set the mood and you create this ceremony. And 
Sure enough, you might paint, I, I paint a lot of things at a time, but there's, there's usually a few gems in there. But if I force it, like if somebody asked me for a portrait, like last minute, oh gosh, it's like, <laughs> I hate it because I'm no. not giving it the love. I'm yeah, not giving it the love. I'm like right. banging it out, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not the same ceremony. So yeah, I do have yeah. to find that mood in that moment, like anything else. So that's why it's not easy to be a machine and an artist at the same time. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder about that. Most artists I know, they're very similar to you. It's like, no, it's not like, don't put this constraint on me. You know, like, yeah. let me just... And musicians, I have had a lot of musicians on. And it's yeah. like they're, they're tinkerers, you know, they're in their studio, mm -hmm. they're messing around, you know, they're just in there doing stuff. But if if you have to like force it, it's it's kind of weird. It doesn't yeah, this doesn't come like out that way. Blocks. Yeah, it there's blocks. a blockage. Yeah. It's like, sorry, no, like wrong password. You can't get it. <laughs> did you learn <laughs> did you learn this kind of this mood or thing? Or did it just how did this come to you to like have mature this version of yourself to do this? You know, again, this all happened when I transitioned from going corporate to becoming a full-time artist when I got into the car accident yeah. because I was very suffocated and depressed. And I, I've never really been depressed. Fortunately, I've always been a happy girl. Yeah. Um, but I was sort of dying a little bit when I worked in the corporate fashion world for so many years, like 20 years. Right. So, yeah. um, the first thing I did was get a spiritual healer because I could not meditate to save my life. Mm -hmm. When I, when I ran, was creative director, I ran a team. Anytime I tried to meditate, like after yoga class and they're like, lie down the bus. Now I'd be like at the door in the car, <laughs> checking my phone. You know, there was no peace. Yeah, there's no peace. So when I quit, when I left my job, went on disability and got a spiritual healer, I started from scratch. I started to meditate fully. I looked for the white light and I followed it through my body. And then I let it sort of guide me. And I love guided meditations. Like I still suffer because I had a really bad concussion. So I still suffer from migraines. And when I get a migraine, you know, it saves me some good, um, essential oils mm -hmm. and a really beautiful guided meditation. I lie on the ground and I just let the pain absorb it. I deep, I breathe deep and I flow it through my body and I feel so much better. Sometimes I have a nap yeah. um, and that that's way better than painkillers for me. Yeah. So when I started doing the spiritual healing through my, my coach, one of the exercises was creating art. So I took, I basically took her course and I created my own um, ritual so I took the, all the steps to doing a release ceremony and I, and I started doing painting release ceremonies. So I put intention into the work. I'd be like, I'd say a beautiful mantra, like, let me create, let me share my light with the world. You know, mm -hmm. let me be present in this moment. I mean, some people are like, you're so cheesy, but I'm like, no, <laughs> fine. But it works for me and I'm yeah. happy. You know, I, I get my feet in the ground. I like, turn my phone off and I get myself really connected with the moment. And it's, and then I'm there. I'm not like stressing to find things and making a mess. I'm, I'm present. And I think that's where that came from was my spiritual coach. And she's actually like so, so a near and dear friend to me now. And she changed my life. Wow. That's amazing. You know, it's so funny. You're talking about your art and stuff. And I think I have a, a certainly a, and a, in the future, an adult artist on my hand, my daughter, she's amazing. 10, and all she does is art all the time. 
like all the time. She's like heavily opposed to math, <laughs> like heavily. But she like puts on these art shows. She like 25, 26 pieces, you know, and then she spends all day, like all day creating. And I said, magical thing. something here going on here, man. Like, I want to encourage that. You know, I want to yeah. encourage the arts in her uh, because I feel like that that light that art brings is is a truly a beautiful light and and humans and they have to let that that light out you got to shine that light yes it makes me think of the light we're bringing in through technology and our phones and stuff do you put that off to the side or away when you're creating your art is there a space where you're like hey i don't have this around me type of thing you know i i there, there's two times that I, um, that I put it away. Like I, sometimes I put it away. Sometimes I put my phone on airplane mode and I mm -hmm. film what I'm doing because I like to oh. share content. So that way my phone's still there, but I'm not answering DMS. I'm not letting yeah. stuff distract me. Um, but using it as a tool to document your art is it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to have your phone in these stands that they now make. Like when I painted years ago, we didn't have any of this stuff. So I don't have any documentation. And mm. I think for your daughter, which is magic, we sound very similar. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was me as a kid. I was art, 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 art. My mom still has my first paintings like framed in the house that she was oh. like, Oh, what is this? This is something. And yeah, I got her yeah. so excited, but she nurtured me. She was so excited that I was going to art school. She would buy me paints and let me paint murals on my wall and didn't yeah. question anything. And that made me believe that I was good. And sometimes you need mm. your parents to think you're good, right? And, and, right. and lift you up. Because right. parents were like, no, you can't, you're not good. Then that's where the conflict comes yeah. and there can be issues. So nurture, nurture that beautiful girl of yours art because it is gonna be her salvation. It's my healing. When I'm sad, when I'm you know, going through stuff, I just make art and then it's like a release. Yeah. And I feel so good. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's on this track. She's totally gonna be that. Marina. <laughs> you see it. You see it so early. You know, we took her to um, this like art store where they have you know free drawing and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. just she just came alive. You could see it, and just like this kind of Zen flow that people get into when they do art. I'm sure you experience it. Yeah, you lose track of time. You lose, 100%. you get into this other dimension space of yourself, you know? It's like when you're exercising, yes, right? It's yes. the same. If, so when I tell yes. my students, it's like, how do you get out of your head and stop thinking, oh, I, you know, if you're in a treadmill, you're like one minute, yeah. two minutes, <laughs> put the clock away and go yeah. on a journey. Like you're running in the woods. Like, you know, where mm. are you? Like, feel it, feel your body. Like, that's the same thing with painting. I'm like, get out of your head and get into your body yes. and start using your wrist. Cause when people are painting, they're like, they're stiff and they're like, <laughs> it's just like, I put my hands on my shoulders. I'm like, shake it out, you know, like, shake it out. Come on. <laughs> shake it out and just experiment. Like, don't yeah. who cares if it's perfect. And I used to be that way. I used to be an artist who's like, oh, it's not perfect. And yeah. then now I'm more into like the abstract stuff and it's freeing. That's awesome. It's very free. I noticed you have some tattoos there. That's part of your art. Is that part of like? Um, I yeah, I have like wrist tattoos and That's stuff beautiful. and thumb tattoos. Thank you. I 
yeah, I respect tattoo artists very much because I don't know how they do it. Like, how do really? you can't screw up? Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to tattoo on skin. There's no way. No. Well, it's like a vibrating, yeah. like that would be hard. And so yeah. when I see these people, what they create on bodies, I'm like, damn, that's good. It's like, amazing, cool. right? Yeah. yeah. And beautiful tattoo work on bodies is like, you know, a guilty pleasure of mine. I go on Instagram and I look at all this like tattoos and how they're done. And I'm yeah. Shocked. I have a few. I love my tattoos and I'm getting a new one on Ooh. Wednesday and it's, it's big. It's going to be like all over my like forearm and stuff. It's like, nice. Like this one here, which is like a spotted leopard. Oh, I love it. And Amazing. Uh, when I'm getting like this, uh, I think that was like me in my twenties, you know, it was like, it was a different phase and mm -hmm. tattoos to me and art are like phases of your life. So I have like one exactly. where I'm getting where it's like uh, Mayan pyramid and psychedelic forests and uh love and all this i'm getting all this stuff on wednesday i love that That's i'm so into exciting. that you know like consciousness and the beauty of art and and consciousness in a sense you know and so i was just curious about that i saw the tattoos like maybe the tattoo thing's part of the whole art thing you know <laughs> like i just love them and i love artists and i would have more tattoos i definitely want more my husband has a bunch too and yeah. they're just really fun but they tell stories. Art tells stories. Yeah. Art is art travels through time. Like yes. we we have stuff from history that art, like that's all we have. So yeah, it's so magic. Like I'm so happy to be, I'm so proud to be an artist. I'm so happy to be an artist. I'm so excited to inspire more people to really um explore the art and artist in them. Because nobody can do exactly what you do. And that's what's so special. I tell myself that often when I'm like in that space of like art shows, when your work's up and the neighbor's work's up and you're like, yeah. you know, oh, am I as good as them? Like, it doesn't matter because you're you and nobody else yeah. ever will be you. So your art is like magic because only you can make it. So you're an artist. Like, that's so cool. That is really cool. I don't think people always think about it that way because we're always in this society of like competitiveness and comparison. Mm -hmm. And so it's, yes, oh, it's not as good, you know, whereas like, you know, it, I, it was interesting that like you were saying that term true artist. I want to, I'm jumping back a little bit, but okay, yeah. what does that mean? Like I was going to, I was like, no, I got to let her go with this. I got to come back to this. Like, and you said, okay. well, like, true artist. What, what does that mean? I think it's like being a hundred percent authentic hmm. and trusting what your body creates and what your mind wants to create like this is like no templates no training wheels no digital i mean maybe that's what you use i don't know but it's like it's like no no influence other than what your body's expressing like when you see um a dancer you know really freestyle dancing like that's true art like they are trusting their soul and their gut yeah. and or like uh, um I don't know, freestyle rapping and, mm -hmm. and singing and like what comes out of your body right there that's not scripted. Like what we're doing right here yeah. is not scripted. No. That's like true living in the moment art because mm. we didn't plan this. We're not actors. We are we are living right here. What we're doing right now is never gonna happen again. It's this is the moment. And when artists truly express from their heart and from their experience and from their truth, that is the realest and truest art 
that there is mm. because yeah, because there's nothing else. There's nothing else like it. And there never will be. Wow. That's deep. <laughs> I guess so. And I got goosebumps. <laughs> that, man, that was deep. No, you know what yeah. got me was the whole like, well, like what we're doing now, this can't be replicated, yeah. basically. No one else could. It's true. It's like you're creating an entry into the ether in a sense mm. of like your own thing you did either by yourself or with somebody. And to say, oh, do that again, like completely do the same. You can't. The take is never the same. Never you say, the same. Oh, you know, oh, we, let's start it over. It's not going to be the same. The oh. feeling, the art is different art each time you enter into it, for it. Yeah. There's something magical about that. It's so magical. That's like when you go to like see your best, your favorite band mm -hmm. play and they do something at that show, even on a tour, every show is different. Like right. there's something you're going to experience with that moment that's, that's not going to be on Netflix. It's not yeah. going to be at the next yeah. show. And you were there in that moment and you lived it. So you're part of that art. You're part of that genuine, true moment in that space with whoever was there. You shared that with them. That's yeah. freaking magic. That's energy in the universe. Mm. So be present always because you never know when something huge is going to happen in your life. And it, it would be so sad to miss something so profound because you were on your phone and you weren't <laughs> in the moment with your family and your friends and like now that the pandemic is getting more controlled it's yeah. so nice that we we're so going to appreciate our time with people again more yeah. than ever more yeah. than ever so i hope that that helps people get out of their you know hobbit yeah. hole and out of their shell and and really just be present because i think that's i hate when i'm driving and i see people looking down like this on the road. like it's just, <laughs> i know it's like no please, no no yeah. it's like and, or you're like walking in a beautiful park or I walk my dog and on the somebody's trail. doing this walking in nature. You're like, no, every why? time. And you're like, dude, you can go home and do that. But yeah. here now. Like, did you see that Eagle that just flew over your head? No, because yeah. you're on the phone looking at Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all. I mean, I, you know, we all have moments when it's like important sure. and we have to answer the phone, but for the most part, I think, um, in order to be a real artist, I have to absorb all the beautiful nature around me. And then I have to portray that positive inspiration and energy into my work. Yeah. That's amazing. Marina, you're Thank amazing. Thank you. You Thank you're you. literally like vibrate art. Oh, your presence thanks, is Darian. art. Yeah, seriously. Thank it's you. Like, that means I, a lot. I'm I'm not joking. Like I'm like I feel like I've I've heard so many things that have made me think about a Ooh, lot like, like you know like like art like um like i've told a lot of people this oh you know your podcast is just so like you're just in it you're not it's not scripted you're just i say yeah i don't know i just want i just wanted to let it become whatever it's going to become i don't want that's to art it. that's art you're an artist and i don't think i never thought about it that yes. way i'm that so happy it's all art it's all it's an entry i've kind of looked at exercise away because like like when i uh run or i'm whatever I'm doing for functional training, I, I can't listen to music and stuff because I mm -hmm. like to go deep within myself and I like to hear mm -hmm. my breath and I like to kind of be one with myself as this, I'm creating art when I'm doing you are. But I never yeah. thought about it completely like that, that each time I'm doing that or I'm doing one of the, whatever, I'm creating a, a piece of something. I'm creating, there's a canvas, I'm creating a piece of art. You are. 
and all of your beautiful podcasts are in the in the world after you're gone. So you've left yeah. these beautiful pieces of art with every single episode. Yeah. And that's so magic. You never know who's going to listen 20 years from now. Like, yeah. that's so cool. You, you could inspire what? somebody in like a different world. You know, it's funny. I needed this today. Yay, me too. This. Yeah, this was yeah. like really uh, uplifting and special. It was special. I agree. You know, I'm so glad it worked out because I was worried that I didn't get the link. And then I was like, <laughs> my, my internet's, I'm normally on my big computer, yeah, so I have my yeah. phone, but we made it work and that's it work. making it extra special. Most definitely. Marina, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate thank you. you. For, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you too. And I'm just so grateful that we could be here together today, making art. Definitely. I will be in touch for sure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dr. D's Social Network. Make sure you listen to future episodes. Also, please make sure to rate and review My Dad's Show on Apple Podcasts in the rate and review section. Thanks, everyone.